can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, relationships, work, pop culture, and true crime from a Christian conservative perspective. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. The views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy! Hello, everyone. You are listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory, and we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. So super excited about today's episode. Um, We have Vivi, who is the founder and the owner of American Woman Beauty. Um, You guys have seen their stuff. I'm sure you've seen um, me post about it, uh, some of their makeup. I'm one of the ambassadors. Use the code MAL15 to get 15% off. Um, A lot of other um, quote-unquote famous conservative uh, women are also ambassadors. You saw they had the new life palette. So they've been making their way um, their rounds. And I'm really excited to have the founder on to talk about the brand, being a CEO, being a mom, all the things. Um, So let us get started. Let me read you her bio. Vivi is the owner of American Woman Beauty. She is a mother of two beautiful children and the wife of a federal police officer. She grew up on the West Coast in California and moved to Maryland several years ago. She visualized the idea of American Woman Beauty in late 2020 and started to pursue her dream in 2021. She started it because, let's face it, there aren't many beauty brands that support women who love God, love America, and practice their right to exercise the First Amendment. All too often, these women are left feeling like outcasts in the beauty industry. Now it's our time to come together. American Woman Beauty is not like any other beauty brand. They go against the grain. They are rebels. They think for themselves. They love America. They support other women, and they never conform to societal expectations. The goal is to create a positive community for women to come together to celebrate ourselves with American-made makeup and beauty products. They're excited to have us here and to, and they really appreciate our support. I, guys, I was reading this from the Instagram and it, my brain took a second to like transform her words to my words. But anyway, everyone, <laughs> thank you, Vivi, so much for coming on and um, joining us today. Of course. Thank you so much for having me on. So first question I want to ask, and I'm sure everyone wants to know, you said in the, in your bio why you started it, but can you expand a little bit on that? What, have you always been into makeup? Um, Did you, was it somewhere that came out of nowhere? Talk a little bit about that. Of course. So it's actually a kind of funny, um, growing up, I was a huge tomboy. Uh, like oh. I didn't like to take showers. I didn't comb my hair. Oh. It was a little ridiculous. Yeah. So <laughs> me wanting to, um, to become, I guess, more girly, you could say, was after a trip actually to the East Coast over here, um, right outside yes. of DC where I live now. Yeah. And I went to my aunt's hair salon. I got my hair done. They did my makeup. And I just felt so, I don't know. I just had a really good feeling about myself. And um, I decided after that, I was like, you know what? B- being girly is fun. So 
that kind of started my love for makeup. Um, I love that. Yeah. So it's my love for makeup um, has also just kind of um, transformed into the business because um, my, my background is actually not in the cosmetic industry. My background is in um, med spa management. And oh. so um, over the past couple of years, I've just noticed uh, this change in the beauty industry where there's a lot of dislike and hate for women who are outspoken about their beliefs, um, more so women who believe in God or who may be conservative or just who don't have the, quote, popular opinion. And um, with with how I am as a person, I'm not somebody who's going to you know, to mince words or to kind of hold back how how I feel about something. And I, and I don't think it's okay um, for, for people to get canceled for their beliefs. And so that's kind of what lit a fire inside of me. And then what made the fire kind of just rage into a wildfire is that I was actually canceled by some family members. Um, yeah, for my husband being a police officer. And so... Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was an interesting... Um, an interesting kind of turn of events and it was really hard at first, but again, it just lit this fire inside of me. And I, and I kind of was just like, you know what, I want to do something. I don't know what. And then one day I woke up and I was like, you know what, I want to start my own brand. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. And now here we are. Well, I love that. I love that you thought it and you just went for it. Um, and I think that's how a lot of these things started. Um, I, I myself, I started the podcast in 2020. We've had other people who have gotten on that started because they just wanted, they saw something, they saw a need for something in the conservative space because there was not one and then they fulfilled that need. Um, I want to go back a little bit though. You were saying that your family, so it was family on your side canceled you and your husband because he was a police officer. Yes. Yeah. So he was... um... You know, just during the the riots in D.C., um, we, you know, I, I work in D.C. as well, and we kind of went through those. And he was yeah, just... Yeah, it was bad. It oh was bad gosh. in D.C. There was... So at our med spa, I remember one day there was a group of protesters coming down the street because we work on 16th Street. And um, one of my injectors was in the middle of um, a treatment with a client and these people started coming down the street and I was knocking on the door and I told her and I said, look, we have to get going soon because if not, we're going to get stuck in D.C. And um, yeah, so we had to finish up and get the heck out of there. So it was a little bit it was crazy. I, I did not like going into D.C. for a very long time. I just and we work right across the street from a police station, mind you. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that and. That's crazy to me that people would not see the need, especially in that situation, people would not see the need for police officers because if people are rioting, I mean, the average Joe, actually, you know, I think that I was going to say the average Joe wouldn't know how to defend themselves, but I think now everybody's learning. Like everybody's like, I'm going to have to learn, but you know, a couple, two years ago, I'll say two years ago for myself, not to switch topics, but I've always been a fan of the Second Amendment, but I personally have never even thought about having it. Like, it just didn't interest me because I never really needed one. But, you know, especially in today's climate with the podcast, with a lot of the other things I'm doing, I'm, I've taken, you know, I've practiced uh, at ranges and taken, like, girl classes and things like that because, you know, it's the times we live in. That's- Absolutely. It's, it's crazy. But it's good that you've taken that step. And it's so yeah. important for us to become more self-reliant. So it's a step in the right direction. Um, but yeah, I just, oh, go ahead. 
Well, I was just going to ask also, too, if people are listening and some of their family has canceled them or, um, you know, stopped inviting them to things, if you had any advice for them. Um, pray on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, this was people that I was very close with. I moved to the East Coast for these people. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, it was really hard for me. Um, yeah, you just got to, like, rely on God and... And always remember why you, you, you always have to stay true to, to what your beliefs are. We, we should never, ever, ever compromise our beliefs for others. And, and that's what's happening now is that people aren't compromising mm -hmm. their beliefs and they're getting canceled and it sucks. I, it's yeah. not easy. It's to this day, it's still not easy for me, but it's also what I can say is that it's made a huge positive change in my life. I mean, if that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't be here. And I would still be going down a path where I had a career, but I wasn't happy with it. So what did they say? Phoenix out of ashes. There's always God has a plan. Yeah. And, um, you know, and as you know, they always say that a lot of times everybody has trials in their lives. And if you've been canceled by family, I, I, I'm right there with you. And um, part of our brand is to support these women because you feel like you're left out and mm -hmm. it's hard. But again, um, God has a plan for all of us. And in the end, we will be on top because he is on our side. And so that's just something that we have to remember. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think that now in this time, it's better to be authentic. And that's essentially what you're saying is you're, you're able to be more of yourself to live. I don't want to say live in your truth because I, I hate that term. Like there's only one truth to live in the truth, the truth mm -hmm. of the matter. Um, and in this time now it's, more um so important more than ever because there's so many things going on there's so many other people saying quote unquote their truth and we really need to be living in the truth which we know as christians is the word of god um so my next question is when you decided to do the makeup brand what were some things that you had to learn since you weren't necessarily in the cosmetic industry but you kind of were in a beauty like med spas are kind of beauty Mm -hmm. many things right so what are some things that you had to learn um let's see some things i had to learn is how to create a website that was the first yeah that's one. pretty important yeah <laughs> and then also just the process of um finding um manufacturers and so all of the our beauty products themselves are manufactured here in the u.s and that's that's one thing hard in itself because yeah so many things are made in china and it's so easy to buy things that are made overseas and so just looking for brands that um excuse me manufacturers that make their products here what was such a big one for me and so it took a it took some digging um and so just going through that process and all of the businesses that I work with as far as manufacturers, they're all small businesses because nice. the other part of the um, of American Woman Beauty is that we want to help other small businesses. Um, America is so we're so corporation crazy and so much of our money goes to these greedy corporations that don't care about us or our well-being. They and, don't. I know that there's been more of a um, awakening now to, to giving your money to small businesses. And mm -hmm. so that's just one of the things that I wanted to help contribute to is just to help these other people because my parents were small business owners and I saw them struggle. And so I just wanted to help fellow small businesses. Yeah. Love that. And the small business aspect of um, your business is, I think it just adds to another layer of like 
why we should be supporting um, your business and businesses like yours, because the reality is like what you said about the um, corporate corporations and things like that. They do not care about us. They do not care about what they're putting in their products. They do not care about um, how it feels on your skin. They do not care about, um, you know, alienating a, a huge population of their uh of their customers by posting, you know, something crazy about abortion or crazy about, yep. or that, uh, that brand that had um, a trend, a person who was from male to female as um, their ambassador, a tampon company. Like, they don't care how that makes no logic. They're just like, Oh, this is popular. Let's do this. This is what's cool right now. Let's do that. Um, so I think it's pertinent for us to be um, supporting makeup brands Um makeup brand or all brands in general that are small business and that actually care about us. So um, in your research, when you were um, learning about how to run the business, how to do the makeup brand, can you give us like three secrets in the makeup industry? So like something, I don't know, something juicy, if you have any. Um, Let's see, something juicy. Well, it's not necessarily juicy, but one thing I've come, I've already kind of known this, but it's really hard to be seen on Instagram when you're a pro God, pro, mm-hmm. you know, makeup brand. And so, um, something like, for example, a lot of people will see that I post, we'll do like a post where it has like all these different stickers, like get vaccinated, get this, get that shop with pride, whatever. And so the reason that we do that, which I'm sure a lot of people know is to get our exposures back up. Um, because again, just it's not that we're a beauty brand. It's that we're a beauty brand that has these morals. So a mm-hmm. lot of our stuff is hidden. That would be the first one. Um, the second one is that as far as marketing goes, I think the best way to market your brand is through others. I know in other industries, the be- we always, especially like in the med spa industry, we say the best kind of client is somebody who's been referred. If you've been referred, mm. you're that much more likely to stay with us. You're going to be a much more reliable person because you're coming from somebody that you trust, right? Um, that has already had an experience with us. And so the, th- the same goes with beauty. If we have these women, that's why we love to have ambassadors is because for you guys to give your experience with our makeup, it holds so much more weight than for us just to say, hey, look at us, you know, this is what we offer. But when you're getting that from a real genuine person who is not, say, financially invested in the business, I just, again, I think it holds so much more weight for women to see that because then they also see, okay, that person's like me. Um, This isn't some super Photoshopped model or something. This is a real person. They like those products. I want to support that business. Yes, I love that. And I agree because I know for myself, I I realize I typically buy things that people recommend to me. And when I see them on someone who isn't like majorly Photoshopped. It's, it's a little bit crazy and it's just, um, uh, you know, at the end of the day, even when I do my makeup, I don't want to be completely unrecognizable. I mean, and right <laughs> like that, and that's, that's okay. I don't want to try to, to, to slander that or, you know, but th- that's just not my kind of style. So we just want to remind women that, um, everybody is beautiful. And of course we use makeup to have fun and to kind of, I guess you could say enhance some of our features, um, But again, at the end of the day, that's the other part of our brand is that we're here to remind women that um, it's not just we we don't want to just be here to help you change your looks. We want to be here to help you change yourself on the inside for the better, um, because we all have room to improve. And we want to encourage that 
change within essentially. Love so, that. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Um, so what are, have been your favorite products so far that you've um, released? Of course. So second amendment palette, of course I love, um, yes. because it's just completely a rebellious palette. And I have always been a little bit of a rebel and <laughs> when you tell me to do something, uh, no, not going to happen. And so it's just, I've kind of spoken about it before, but it's the, so the second amendment palette and the life palette. And it's just so interesting how those both have come about during these times. Like for example, the second amendment palette that was in the works before all of these, you know, um, before everything got magnet, you know, magnetized or whatever, magnified, excuse me, by a thousand. And so it's just interesting how that palette came out during that time. And then for the life palette, um, it was in the works months ago. And then Roe v. Wade came around. And it's just so interesting how um, how God has kind of guided my business to have it where these things are coming out during these times. And it wasn't on um, it. It didn't happen that we, we just planned it. it. It kind of just, excuse me, uh, where we saw this opportunity, it just kind of just happened. So um, that's something that's a little funny. And then that's also why those are my two favorite palettes, because those two palettes really mean so much. They both, in a way, are saving life, right? One is to protect mm -hmm. yourself, and the other is to save the life of these unborn babies. And so that's why those two are so important to me. And um and I have videos also on the life palette and why it means so much to me. And I won't go into much detail about it because if I do, I'll start crying because Aww. I just can't, you know, give the story without the waterworks. So those, yeah. those are my two favorite products for sure. And then the lipstick is also another favorite. Yeah, I love um, the red matte lipstick. Love it. Love it. I wear it all the time. And I love the life palette. I wore it today to work um, some of the shadows. But I'll definitely, I'll, the video is on your Instagram, on the American Woman Yeah, Instagram. it's like five minutes long. I mean, okay. it's just, yeah, like I said, you guys don't want to hear the waterworks right now. But it just kind of goes I mean, if you story. want to share it, you can. Like, we are an open, it is a safe space. Uh, if you want to yeah. say it, you can share it if you want. If you don't want to, I can always refer people to it. Yeah, I mean, it just talks about how I was 19 and I found myself pregnant and I wasn't in the best relationship. And how I basically almost had an abortion. I had it scheduled. Um, so I went to Planned Parenthood and I kind of wanted to see what my options were. And mind you, I grew up in my family's Christian. We, I've always known that abortion's not right. Um, I'm actually going to, I'll send it to you on Instagram. I have a picture of my grandfather holding me and my mom has a sign that says abortion kills. And that was when I was like two years old. So that's the kind of, you know, that's what I've grown up in. I've known that it's yeah. not right. And um, then I found myself here being 19 years old and I was like, what's the heck, you know, what did you do? You know, cause that was my choice to, you know, mm -hmm. you know, go off and have sex part, part of my language. But, um, and so then I went to Planned Parenthood. The only option I was given was abortion. And it's kind of interesting how these women say, you know, my body, my choice, no, no uterus, no, what is the saying? Opinion, no, uterus. no uterus, no opinion. Yeah. But the person that I spoke to was a male nurse. So of course, if you guys are wanting to say that, then you should go over to the Planned Parenthood and talk to that male nurse who told me that my option was abortion. And so I scheduled the abortion. Um, I remember going, you know, leaving and then going into the parking lot and just asking myself, like, what are you doing? And um, this is not, you know, this is not who you are. And so I forced myself to watch some um, videos and see photos of what an abortion actually is. And how with how far along I was, I think I was like 
10 weeks along. Um, and yeah, and I saw the videos and I broke down crying and I remember calling my daughter's father and I just said, you know, I can't, I can't do this. I I, I just, I could not live with myself doing this. And by the grace of God, I didn't have an abortion and I'm telling you. And, um, now my daughter is 12 years old and she's wonderful. So just, and she's part of the reason I have this brand. This is, well, thank you so much for sharing. And that's such a beautiful story. Um, a couple things that I got out or like I was thinking about while you were talking is how we is I don't want to say we don't know what we'll do until we're in that situation but I think this causes all of us to when women are in unplanned pregnancies most not most there are a lot of women who don't want to be in that situation and they're really scared so that is really when we have to show as pro-lifers compassion we show empathy now you know there's the women who are praising and laughing and dancing i'm not talking about those people i'm talking about the women who just happen to be in this situation Mm -hmm. and that really need love and compassion and like they really need someone um to help and guide them that's the first thing the second thing i love how you looked at those videos because it also goes to show that like that needs to be out there that needs to people they need to continue to make the like live action to that whole series where they went over what um each uh procedure was that stuff needs to be out there that needs to be talked about it's not something that i know some people think it's a little controversial and um and you know i i do think there's a uh, time and a place for that um but it definitely needs to be on the internet i think it's definitely important to have that and praise god that you did not go through with it yeah absolutely um and so it's actually one of the pictures that I saw it's, and I know it's a pretty popular picture. It's one where it's like a coin and then there's a child next to it. So that was one of the pictures that made a big Im- impact on me. And then I, and then seeing all of the videos from, um, Oh my gosh, you just said their name and now I'm like having a brain fart. Live action. Yes. Live action. And it just kind of brought it back to me. And I was like, thank God that they've made these videos. And while you're right, there is a time and a place, but I think that as people, if we're going to make a decision, we need to face the reality before we make the decision, right? It's just like when you're yes, in fully ed- informed. Exactly. It's like when you're in driver's ed, at least when I was in high school, we had to watch, it was a video and it was, it was kind of a gruesome video, but basically it showed the dangers of drunk driving. Red and- asphalt. Yeah, it's called. Yeah, and, red asphalt. I watched it too. <laughs> yeah. And it was so gory and you're like, oh gosh, why are they showing this? But again, it reminds you. If you are going to make the decision to drink and then to drive, this this could happen. Mm-hmm. And so, as gory as it, and awful as it is, I mean, sometimes it has to be it has to be seen just for us to remember that, you know, yeah, that's not the way. So, yes, praise God that I have my daughter. She's wonderful. She's beautiful. She's amazing. Um, and actually, my story, I didn't, I haven't told anybody that story since. You know, my daughter's father knew the story and then I didn't say it again until about six months ago. And so she, I had her watch my video of me talking about it like two months ago. Aww. And so, yeah. And so it's really brought us closer together. That's so beautiful. And I think sharing your story is so important because people really need that encouragement. Yep. Um, my friend, Victoria, she just started a new podcast called Diapers and Degrees, where she talks to people who um, have, um, unplanned pregnancies in college and about how you can still 
you don't have to, you know, have an abortion to continue your dream. You can still continue college. And in the latest episode, she said something, she talked to another, so she'll, and she interviews other women who were in mm -hmm. a similar situation because that's what happened with her. And, um, one of the girls had made the comment, uh, the girl she was interviewing had said something like, even though I was like in college, it, um, and I was pregnant, most people thought that I would give up, but honestly, it made me work harder. It gave me more motivation. And um, you saying that this was for your daughter, it just like, um, it, it reminded me of that. And also too, people need to hear your story if they're in a similar situation. People need to hear like some, I forgot who said this, but I heard this somewhere that um, God gives us different trials and different things Absolutely. and some um, for us to be able to tell our testimony. Of course. So beautiful. Yeah, we need to be able to um, teach others from our, not from our mistakes, but someone said something similar to what you're saying is that we need to accept our um, transgressions and then teach others, you know, and, and be open with others about what we've done and how we've been able to change. And it's it's funny that you said your friend had that, um, is talking to women who have gotten pregnant in college. So I was actually in college and I oh. had my daughter during spring break. So, oh. yes, we, ha so I was super huge and pregnant. And then we went into spring break. I had my daughter. And then I remember going back to class because nobody, you know, we, I didn't really talk to anybody in college because um, I went to community college. And so I left pregnant as I don't know what. And then when I went back, um, I might have missed like a week of school, maybe. And I went back and I wasn't pregnant. And it was just so funny, the looks that I got, because these people were, <laughs> you know, used to seeing me waddle around and here I was not waddling. So it's just, it's kind of funny how that happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can connect you guys if you would, if you feel comfortable, you know, expanding more on your story, if you want um, to be on her podcast as well. But I just think it's, it's so important to hear people's stories and it's so important for us to speak up when things are going on. Um, you sharing your story about six months ago. So that was a little bit before Roe v. Wade, but like the life palette, all these things are so pertinent to changing culture, to changing things, to speaking up. I mean, a makeup brand that I don't have to worry about, you know, um, having a, transgendered ambassador um and you know no shade to someone who's transgender that wants to wear makeup but personally i i would just prefer a brand that's for women by women um so having these things are just kind of a little bit what you said acts of rebellion in today's culture and a way to change culture to bring um bring back traditional values as like our um opener says so i i mean i just I love this. I love the story. I love the mission. I love the, the brand. I love the products. Um, I want to ask you one more question before we get to the last question. Um, when you were starting this business, when you decided that you were going to do this business, what were some things that you felt um, would possibly, I'm trying to think of how to word this that you thought were hindrances, but you actually ended up overcoming. Yeah, I guess I'll word it that way. Like, what is something that you're like, okay, this is going to be very difficult, but you did it anyway, like you persevered and you overcame it. So the first one would be that when I originally started the brand, I was a little bit more toned down with um, 
with kind of the beliefs of the brand and not out of shame or out of anything. It was just more so like, okay, I'm kind of getting my feet a little wet. Let me not go crazy, not crazy, but you know, let me just kind of- I know exactly what you mean, yeah. You know know what I mean? And so, especially because I knew that censorship was already starting to get, um, was starting to be more- It's out of control. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so for the first couple of months, um, I felt actually a little bit lost with um, with the brand and where it was going. And one day I just remember kind of reflecting and I kept asking myself, is this true to who you are? Because I kept having people tell me, um, family, friends, you know, you need to be careful with what you're posting because you might offend people and lose business and things like that. And so I remember there was one day where I just was kind of sitting there reflecting and I was like, you know what? This, the whole purpose of this brand is to make change and is to help others find their voice and to um, bring women together. And so if I'm going to do that, I need to be able to voice my opinions, um, obviously do it in a respectful manner, but also do it in a way that demands respect and that shows that I'm not going to back down from my beliefs um, all for the sake of getting canceled or whatever. And so that's one of the biggest things was just kind of figuring out um, or having kind of that fear in the beginning of, oh, you know, let me let me be careful. So that was the first part. Um, And then the other part was just having a little bit of unsureness, um, just being unsure about what I was doing. Am I making the right decision? Um, I don't have a background in this. And then um, I started to work with a business coach. And they just reminded me that we all are, every every single person is destined for greatness. And if this is something that I'm going to pursue, then I need to completely envelop myself in it. So that would be the other thing. Oh, love that. Um, I want to, while you're talking, I thought of another question. Um, if someone is nervous about starting a brand, a business, or something like that, with conservative values, what advice would you give them? The biggest thing is remember why you're starting it. Mm. Why did you start in the first place, right? What kind of lit that fire inside of you for you to say, you know what, I want to start this business. That's the biggest thing is that we get very caught up in the moment and we seem to forget why we started to begin with. Um, and the other thing too, and not all conservatives believe in God and that's fine. But for those who believe in God, you need a lot of prayer. You need to ask God for guidance because without God leading the way, um, you're not going to get that far, you know? And so just every day I ask him just to continue to guide me and not in just my life with my children, with my marriage, but with my business as well, because I want my business to show his goodness and to remind people of how great and amazing God is. And so, um, mm-hmm. again, you just, you have to trust in God. And I know I keep saying that, but it's so, so true. And um, also find like-minded business owners. There are so many conservative business owners that have come out of the woodworks. So you need to find a community. Um, that way, if you do have times of um, being unsure or just feeling um, kind of beat up, I guess, from the, from the world, you have people to turn to, and that includes your inner circle as well. You need to have people around you that maybe they don't always agree with everything you do, but at the end of the day, they're going to have your back and they're going to support you. It's it's so important. Um, again, they don't have to agree with every single thing that you do. I mean, I can tell you there's been multiple times where my mom will send me a message because she's on the West Coast and she's like, Vivi, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> this and that. And I'm like, mom, it's Okay. And it's so funny because we're very alike as far as being stubborn and just being um, 
authentic to who we are. She's a little bit more toned down than I am, but it's so funny because I can't tell you how many times I've gotten messages from her and she's like, I saw what's on Instagram. Why is your business posting this? So it's just, it's funny. I'm an adult, but guess what? My mom's still there. I'm still her little kid. So I was going to say moms are definitely going to always say something. (laughs) I'm telling you, it doesn't matter how old you are, but then, you know, at the end of the day, my mother loves me. She supports me and she's there for me. So we don't have to agree on everything. So again, it's just finding a community, remembering why you started to begin with, and always taking time to reflect on the goodness that your business has achieved as well. I think a lot of times people get so discouraged because they think, you know, my business hasn't grown fast enough. This hasn't happened. But you have to also realize how far you've come from the very beginning. So that's another thing. Love that. Love, love, love that. Well, to wrap it up, I want to ask you a final question, a question that we ask all of our guests, and um, it's a big one. So if every single girl in the world was looking at you right now and you had to give them advice, what would it be? Oh, my gosh. That is like a loaded question. I have so- yeah, no pressure. Every single girl is listening. <laughs> yeah, zero pressure at all. My, my biggest thing, and this is going to sound very cliche, um, but your life was made for greatness. And here's the thing is that God created you to achieve greatness. God didn't didn't create you to be mediocre. God, God didn't create you to settle. That's the biggest thing is that in life, if there's something that you feel like you aren't doing that you would like to do, do it. There's who's to say that you cannot achieve whatever the heck you want. Mm-hmm. You know, I always like to use the example and I know not everybody likes him and that's fine, but Elon Musk, he's just a guy. He is literally just a man and look how much he has accomplished. And I use him as an example because that's a household name that everybody knows, but it's just a reminder that we are all people but we were all created by one awesome God. And so um, just never, just never settle in life. And, um, and another thing too, is just, and this is a hard one is that so many of us struggle with self image and self worth. Um, I mean, growing up, that's something that I had a very hard time with. And it wasn't until I was in my late twenties that I realized who I was. And so just to, to give words of encouragement and to encourage young women to look up to women who are not just celebrities, because celebrities are going to lead you down a dark path um, for the most part. And so just to look to women who are achieving greatness by doing good things. It's so important that we should be looking up to these women who are average women who are achieving amazing things versus looking up to celebrities who might be famous for, you know, I hate to say it, forgive me, like have a sex video, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just Mm -hmm. our, our idea of a hero has changed so much. And I just want to remind young girls and just everybody that we need to refocus on what does it mean to be a great person? And so again, that in life you can achieve whatever you want. And that's why we started our juniors line was just to give, to provide more of a community for teen girls. Um, and just to also give them, um, to give them women that they can look up to again, that are just achieving great things by doing, by doing good. And love so, that. yeah, I have so much more, but that's, that's the, the very beginning of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can definitely come on again and we can maybe even do uh, a tea cap one day as well. We just go over random topics and give our opinion. Um, I really appreciate you coming on. I'm, 
I love this as like a good introduction. If you, oh, sorry, that's my Apple Watch just talking. <laughs> um, and just to give people an introduction to what American Woman Beauty is, and like I said, if you're listening to this, you, I know you've definitely seen it um, worn by some of your favorite um, conservative influencers. And so now we know a little bit more about it and um, we know a little bit more about you, Vivi. Thank you so much again for coming on. This has been a really good episode. I'm just so grateful um, to have you on. And oh, also, can you plug um, your social media for Making Woman Beauty? Yeah, of course. You want me to give it over here? Yes. Yeah. Everything. And then I'll also put it uh, in the comments in the description, everybody, but you can go ahead and say them. Okay. So American woman beauty on Instagram is American underscore woman underscore beauty. We've also got a TikTok, which is American woman beauty co. Um, we do have like multiple account warnings. So if you can't find us, that's why, because <laughs> <laughs> you know, we are true to who we are. Um, we've also got a truth social for anybody who's on there. Um, it's American Woman Beauty. And then we have Facebook, which is American Woman Beauty as well. All right. Everybody, make sure you follow and support. And you can use the code um, MAL15 to get 15% off of your purchase as well. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you rate, review, like, subscribe, comment, wherever, however you're listening to this. Um, and share this with a friend. I think that this was a fun episode, talked about girly things, but we also talked about some entrepreneurial things as well. I think this is a great episode to share with your friends, um, even your friends that aren't necessarily super conservative. I think it'll still be good for them to hear a little bit of the conservative side, but also hear some about the um, about businesses in general. So um, I guess that's it, ladies. Have a good rest of whatever day, night, evening, or whenever, however you're listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram, at thoseothergirlspodcast, and on Twitter, at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.